Hi everyone and welcome to Nettie's Corner, a podcast about all things mental health and mental wellness and this is your host, Amneris Torres. I wanted to hop on the mic today um, and talk to you guys a little bit about myself and introduce you guys to this podcast before we jump into any um, juicy topics or any special guest. So um, if you heard my last intro episode, you'll know that I was previously the host of the Basic Latina podcast and now I have this podcast. Now, I don't want to get into why I decided to create um, Nettie's Corner because I think that I covered that in the intro episode, but I did want to cover a little bit about me and what makes me qualified to talk about this in my mental health journey. So I've been a licensed clinical social worker for six years now. I got my bachelor's and master's in social work, and I received my professional license in social work. I had a private practice, and I worked in many different practices um, from hospital setting to a residential setting in home therapy and all the works. Currently, my job is to coordinate clinical services for juvenile youth. So it's a very exciting job, but it doesn't allow me to do the direct care that I was doing in the past. Personally, for my social workers out there, I wasn't a huge fan of doing direct care because the burnout rate was really high and I didn't feel like I was making much of an impact, partially because I was working with a community that you know, didn't want to necessarily um, change in the way that I wanted them to. And I know that's hard to kind of say out loud because I should be more hopeful about people and their ability to change. But at that time in my career, I didn't really feel like I was making a difference. Now, with my current job, it allows me to also focus more on this podcast. And it was something that I've been wanting to do all of 2019 um, was to focus more on the podcast in a way that made me feel like I was making a difference and I was helping people in the same way that I was doing at work. So I'm happy to be embarking on this new journey. Now, in terms of where I come from, so I am Puerto Rican and Dominican. I was born in Puerto Rico. I currently live in Boston. And I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety probably in 2016 or maybe 2017 after my dad passed away. Now, as a kid, I was always a super hyper kid, super loud, um, very big personality. So I was slapped around with all those labels. She's too hyper, ADHD, ADD, can't sit still, dyslexic, all this, all these things. So I had all these like words and diagnoses that were attached to me growing up. So growing up, I always, you know, thought there was something that was wrong with me because of the way that I am. And I'm gonna get back to that in a second. Um, but I, I'd never really had a diagnosis attached to what I was going through or how I was feeling in the inside until I went through what I went through with my dad. Now, my dad and I had a very complicated relationship because while he wasn't always a father to me, he was my papi. And my parents, you know, separated a long time ago when I was young and then later on remarried and then got divorced. So it was very confusing to see that dynamic growing up, especially since he was the only father figure I had in my life. And then I had an older sister as well. But for that to be the only male figure in my life, it was very challenging um, growing up, knowing what, you know, healthy boundaries were and, and, and knowing like, how do I interact around men and how do I stand up to men and things like that. So I struggled a lot with that growing up. Um, 
And my dad wasn't really helpful in terms of helping me navigate life. That's what I mean by he wasn't really like a dad. He was poppy. Um, he was diagnosed with ALS. And in less than nine months, he passed. He struggled a lot with the diagnosis. And it was something that I toiled with for a long time. It was the worst, definitely the worst year of my life. I was actually going to move to Boston in 2016. I told my mom, I said, you know what, mommy? Like, I feel like I need to go back to Boston. I have went to, uh, grew up in Hartford, Connecticut. I went to Boston for my master's program. And then I went back to Connecticut because my mom got sick. And then my mom has been sick all her, all her life for all my life as well because she has a heart condition. So went back to Connecticut for my mom. Knew at some point I would come back to Boston because it was a, my the top city that I loved. And then I would, you know, end up living here and thriving here, hopefully, and being a social worker here. Then my dad was diagnosed, and I felt like as his daughter, I had to take care of him. Um, a lot of things happened within those nine months for me, for my family. I, was, I witnessed things that I wasn't necessarily ready for, but I'm glad that they did because ever since 2016, my life has completely changed. I always say that I felt like my dad passing away opened up a lot of doors and opportunities for me in a weird way. Um, not that he was holding me back because we didn't live together. You know, we had a pretty okay relationship. We spoke every single day and I visited him frequently, but he didn't really have much of a say in my life in terms of how I moved or what I did. But his death definitely like created a domino effect. So um, when he passed away, I remember in that same month, I had two friends that I had been friends with for a really long time, loved them, uh, spent a lot of time with them. Uh, they were huge parts of my life. I'd known them for years. You know, those kind of friends that you just never let go of that you kind of grew up with. But as I was getting older, I was realizing that I was outgrowing those relationships. And I felt as if that was, you know, that was someone that I really, those, that was someone that I didn't really need to have in my life anymore. Those relationships started to become a little toxic for me. Back then, I didn't know that they were toxic. I knew that there was something wrong with those relationships because of the way that I felt after um, being with them. I'm a little bit of an empath, and I know everybody says that, but you don't really need to necessarily be in an empath to be impacted by other people's energy. Energy is currency. And you spend, if you spend a whole, you know, your 45 minute lunch break with your coworker who complains about her shitty husband, that shit is going to impact you. You're going to spend the rest of your afternoon probably drained. Some people are better at combating those kind of feelings, but other people, that just sticks. It really, really does. So, um, these two people in my lives, uh, were wonderful people, but I knew that those relationships were getting toxic. And in two different situations, I ended up, um, or we ended up breaking up our, 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 our friendship was over. One of them was tied to my dad's death. And the other one was tied to me saying no about an event. And that really propelled me to see life in a completely different way. And I know that sounds really weird because you would think that my dad's uh, death would have impacted me and it did. But having those two friends react the way that they reacted in, um, in regards to different things that were going on and the way that reacted to me standing my ground and saying no, just put the icing on the cake. Like, wow, you are 
willing to throw away this 10 year friendship because I do not want to do A, B, and C, or I am not the person that you thought I was. Um, and that kind of started it off. For those of you who, who've been listening to me for years now, you know that briefly after that is when I started the podcast. So I think those two friends, I had a really hard time coping with those relationships ending. Um, it totally felt like a breakup. I was really, really sad. Um, I was very depressed. I was feeling kind of suicidal as well. I don't want to say, I don't mean to say kind of suicidal. I felt I was having thoughts of self-harm. I was having very negative thoughts and I didn't know what to do. Um, because also at the time people were sick of being around me because I was also insufferable, like sad all the time, very negative, And it was just like spiraling. Um, and my dad passed away on the other Muertos, November 1st. So guess what's around the corner, the holidays. Um, briefly after he passed, I started having a conversation with my mom about things that I want to do and how, you know, I still want to move back to Boston and, but I want to, I'm, you know, I don't really like my job and I'm scared about moving. I was still living with her at the time. There's a lot going on, going on, excuse me. So we started talking some more and I told her about how I wanted to launch a podcast and she was like, sure, sure. You should do that. Um, and that's how basic Latina was born. When I started recording the podcast and I started diving into, you know, reaching out to more creatives and um, finding an editor and figuring out what I was going to do, I still felt like I was neglecting my mental health. So I had to go see a therapist. Um, now, I don't mean to sound, you know, dramatic because I feel like a lot of us should be seeing a therapist um, and there should be no shame in that. But I had a really bad experience. The therapist that I saw um, wasn't very good. She was focused on, she was focused on like unpacking some of my childhood trauma, which maybe now I would under, I would understand better than I did back then. But at the time I felt like I was in crisis and she needed to address the things that were going on with me at the time. Nevertheless, I stuck with her for a few sessions and she ended up diagnosing me with depression and anxiety. Um, she also said that I have, well, you know, the anxiety disorder is related a little bit to the OCD and the control issues and things like that, but definitely depression. Um, and from then on, I started to kind of advocate for people to start sharing their mental health stories. Um, now I have been on social media since, you know, the dawn of time, you know, MySpace, Facebook, Instagram. And for as long as I can remember the moment that I've had Instagram, I've always like, posted pictures of like my food and my outfits of the day and like quotes and things like that. I've always been the kind of person to share, 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 share. I'll share if there's a sale, I'll put, you know, a thrift haul if that, you know, I went to the thrift store and got a whole bunch of stuff and I'll post about it. So I've always been that kind of person to like share information. It's in my blood and I love like sharing resources with people. That's kind of what I do now. I knew that sharing my mental health journey was going to be challenging for me because that's not something that I have ever disclosed. Um, mind you, let's go back to what I said before about me feeling like there was something wrong with me. Um, I always felt like I was doing too much. That was too much of this, too much of that because of what people had told me growing up. And finally, I figured out like, wow, Neris, there is nothing wrong with you. You have unresolved trauma, you have depression, you lost a loved one, 
Um, you have, you know, some issues with, you know, communication. Um, there's, there's certain skills you need to develop. Like I finally figured out what was quote unquote wrong with me. And ever since then, it's been an eye awakening moment. The moment that someone who's been struggling so hard to figure out who they are and what they are figures it out. It's beautiful. It's the most beautiful thing ever. Um, 2017 was definitely a better year for me. Um, I launched a podcast. Wow. I launched a podcast. Yeah. In 2017, um, 2018, we had a launch party and 2019. Yeah. Last year was basically like the, the third year of the podcast. And now we're in 2020 and we're, we're at this podcast. Um, and the reason I wanted to share that with you guys, my mental health journey, and it's, it's much deeper than what I told you. I gave you like a watered down version is because we are at a very, um, scary place right now in, in our lives. Um, 2020 started off really heavy, um, with the death of Kobe Bryant, which I'm definitely going to address at some point this month. Um, as someone who's lost someone dear, you know, dear to them, her father, I have a hard time talking about grief because I grieved him very differently and in a way that I don't think everyone else would really agree with. But I think that it would be a missed opportunity for me to not talk about grief, especially since it's something that some of my listener, listeners, excuse me, want to talk about. So I will be talking about grief. And I think it's just been really, really heavy for a lot of people. Um, it always feels like the New Year's is like a rush. Um, it's such a trap, right? After the holiday spending, now you're trying to um, wrap things up at the end of the year and then you start off the new year and you're tired and you're exhausted um, and you feel like you're still feeling like the 2019 per you. I get it. I totally, totally, totally get it. And I'm here to tell you that you have to give yourself grace. That is my word for 2020 is grace. We are so hard on ourselves. Like literally, there are so many things that you're doing right now, I'm sure, and you are fucking killing it. And you have to remind yourself every single day that you're fucking killing it because at this point, no one else is going to remind you of that. And you know what? You still have time to set your intentions and figure out what your word for 2020 is. But pick a word that's going to be powerful. Pick a word that's going to make sense. My my um word for 2019 was intention. I did everything with intention. And it was great. It was my slowest year. Um, I did the things that I wanted to do. I said no to everything else. And it propelled me in order to for this new decade. It helped me um, this past month as I embarked on a new journey of starting a new job, moving to a new state with my boyfriend and all those other things. Um, but... Having my intentions and my goals posted somewhere or or in my brain is so important. So I definitely encourage you to pick your word of the year, um, figure out what it is, you know, put it in your desktop, excuse me, um, write it in your planner, put it in your phone. I also encourage you to think about your morning and night routines. If you're a friend of the old podcast, you know that I would often ask my guests about their morning and night routines. They are so, so important, and we're definitely going to get into that more, but the way that you start your day and the way that you end your day is so important, and for those of you who have ended your day in a really shitty, shitty way, you know this. You know that going to bed angry at your partner or going to bed with your phone in your hand um, or going to bed with 
you know, some something violent on the TV and messes up your sleep. There's so much research that shows that the blue light that's on your phone and our TVs is so bad for us already that going to bed with all this electronics are not really good. Um, I always recommend that the bedroom is only for two things, uh, sleeping and getting intimate with your partner. So you shouldn't have a TV or maybe trying to charge your phone in another place in the house or something like that. You know, iPhones now have the nighttime mode. So there are so many ways that we can, you know, change up our nighttime routine. But we will definitely talk about routines and how important it is to your mental health. And also we'll we'll talk about sleep. The way that you start your day as well. If you're the kind of person that your alarm goes off and then you grab your phone and you start scrolling and then 20 minutes later you're rushing around trying to wash your ass and make breakfast, that's not that sets a tone for your day. That's why the most successful people, if you ever read um, any books on like entrepreneurs or really, really successful people, you'll hear that they like get up at like five. Um, they have a nice breakfast. They go for a run. They go work out like the way that you set your tone for the morning, though, it's going to be the way that you set. Well, the way that you spend your morning is going to set the tone for the rest of your day. I would also encourage you to look at your intentions. What are your intentions for this year? Are you planning to, you know, spend more time outdoors? Are you, you know, trying to move your body more? Are you trying to like value self-care? I just named basically all of my intentions for the year, but those are all of mine. You know, spending time outdoors, thinking more positively, moving my body, valuing self-care. And I have those posted as well. I would also encourage you to look at your goals. What are the things that you want to manifest for the year? And how are you going to keep yourself accountable? I actually got a new planner that um, a woman, I don't have it in front of me, but um, it's called Create and Cultivate. It's a brand. Um, you can find them on Instagram, but they have really nice planners. And I don't really need another planner, but I really like this one because it focuses on goals, intentions um, for the week, for the month, for the year. And there's different um, ways for you to reflect on how you did with your goals, how to keep yourself accountable. It was affordable. It was available at Target and it's black owned. Create and cultivate. So I would definitely recommend you guys getting that. Um, and I'm excited to kind of get into more about mental health on this podcast because it is something that's really near and dear to my heart. And it's something that I know a lot of us are very, um, are struggling with. So I'm looking forward to hopefully hearing from some some of you and also having some of our guests on. Um, another thing that I will be doing um, that's kind of related to the podcast is February will be about self-care for me. So I pretty much practice self-care regularly. Um, I try to do yoga. You know, I try to go for a run, go to the gym, eat healthy read, go to bed, like all the typical things. But I've been doing like none of those things since this, this the year started because I moved, I started a new job. So like every day staying up late to like uh, read something I need to read for work or um, do some home improvement project every weekend. It's figuring out uh, the home improvement project, um, seeing family. So I haven't been able to do anything for myself in January. I mean, you know, there's been pockets of days where I, you know, did some self-care days. But February, I will be practicing radical self-care. Um, I'm not really sure why I'm calling it radical, but I'm calling it radical self-care. And 
what I'm going to do is, um, first I'm going to start with my diet. I'm going to be doing a plant-based diet. I also, I actually just finished juicing. So I will be document this, documenting this on my Instagram. So if you want to follow me, uh, really netty is my Instagram. And I'm going to start off the month of February with a juice cleanse. I did three juices. If you're interested in knowing the recipes, um, I can definitely share them with you. And I'll post them on my Instagram as well. Um, then from there, I'm going to be doing mostly plant-based. And I'm only doing this because I'm trying to cleanse from the inside out. Um, the way that I look, how do I say this without being mean to myself? The way that I look at myself right now, you can tell that I'm not eating right because um, I'm, I have inflammation on my face. Um, I'm bloated. Like there's certain things on a, on your person that you feel like, wow, I need to get my shit together. This is not looking right. This is not, you know, this is not working for me. So for me, seeing my face break out, all the inflammation, skin issues, just all these like issues that I'm having. And I know it's because of the way that I'm eating. So I'm hoping that February will help me get back on track with the plant-based diet and have a bunch of resources I can share with you guys if you're interested. I also will be going back into running and yoga. One of my goals this year is to run a 10K and hopefully I can do that in the summertime. Um, so I need to focus on finding a race and starting to train because I did a very good job of training for my 5K I did for Thanksgiving and I did really, really well. I did better than my last 5K. And I really want to do a 10K this year. So, um, and I want to get back into yoga. I have a job that I'm sitting down all day and I could just feel myself sore like everywhere. I'm sore all day, every day. I'm sore when I wake up from bed. Like I feel like I got hit by a truck. So I'm going to start doing yoga. Um, I'm also going to start spending more time by myself. I currently live with my partner and this is an adjustment for both of us, but we're not used to seeing each other every single day because we used to be long distance. And I also don't have friends um, in Boston. Uh, actually, I have like one or two friends in Boston, but I don't have a group of friends in Boston. So it makes it a little hard for me to also figure out um, you know, what to do sometimes on the weekends. I'm the kind of person I like to build community. I like quality relationships. So I'm spending a lot of time by myself, but the time that I've been spending by myself hasn't really been productive. Excuse me. So I'm trying to be more productive. I'm going to try to read 30 books this year. Um, I have not read one book in January. And if you know me, you know that I'm a reader. That's how you know that I've been really tired and very busy. I'm still reading my December 2019 book, which is which is called Just Mercy, the movie with um, Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx that just came out. Um, other than eating right, working out, and um, and reading, I think that's about it. You know, treating myself with grace, continue to be positive. It's going to be a very big challenge for me to go plant-based. That's the biggest challenge for me because reading, working out, that's all about time management. Um, but I know that the eating will help with the time management because I know that the eating is tied to emotional things and there's a lot of things connected to it. Um Another thing that I'm going to focus on for, for, for self-care in February is scaling back. Um, there's going to be a lot of things I'm going to be saying no to this year. There are a lot of things that I want to accomplish, and it requires me to scale back from a lot of activities. So if you're a friend of mine, um, do not invite me to things. <laughs> 
that are non-birthday or celebratory. I don't want to go out for random happy hours. I don't want to go out for random dinners. Nope. It's going to be eating all year, basically. Um, And scaling back in other regards, too. A big announcement that I put on my Instagram for Nettie's Corner is that I'm going to be deleting the podcast Instagram even though I have about 800 followers, which is, you know, great for, for someone who's only been doing the podcast for a few years, um, I have a personal page and I engage with those followers and those people way more than I engage with the podcast Instagram, mostly because I don't really check it that much. So I'm not very good on there. Um, at first I thought I was going to, I archived all the photos and I was going to start from scratch. But then I thought, you know what, I'd rather you guys really get to know me and really be able to ask me questions and really be able to um, have a dialogue with you on my personal Instagram. So with that being said, my personal Instagram is really netty. Um, I look forward to having all of you guys being able to follow me and follow my journey right now. Um the podcast Instagram is still up, but I'm going to delete it in like a week or so. I'm still waiting for people to kind of get this announcement. So if you're a fan of the podcast and you want to talk to me, ask me questions, anything like that, please DM me. The best way to reach me is through DM. We do have a, an email for the podcast, um, Nettie's Corner Podcast at gmail.com. But honestly, the best way to reach me is through dm on instagram because i also don't have facebook so um i'm trying to scale back i am focused on being more uh gracious to myself focusing on my mental health journey um, fulfilling my purpose which is to serve all of you and basically continue to take care of myself in the best way possible i'm 30 now (laughs) and i feel like it's my job to Really enjoy the next decade. Really, really, you know, enjoy it. The last, this previous decade was all about trials and tribulations, honestly. You know, um, graduating my master's, moving to Boston, then moving to Connecticut and having, I moved like eight times between Connecticut and Boston. And so I'm excited to spend the next decade really not planting the seeds, but I think Seeing them grow, like watering, watering the plants and seeing them grow, honestly. Um, finally being settled, finally having a job that could turn into a career, finally having a, being in a stable place with my partner and finally being in a stable place with myself, most importantly, um, because that is the most relationship, that is the most important relationship you have is the one you have with yourself. So please make sure you guys take care of yourselves. Um, I look forward to seeing where this journey takes us to um, share all the beautiful topics that I have for you guys in next um, year, basically. Um, again, if you want to find me, go to my Instagram. Really Netty is the handle. If you want to email me, if you prefer email, it's really, really Netty. What am I saying? Sorry. Netty's Corner Podcast at gmail.com. I, I apologize. It is very late, so I'm kind of tired. Um, And I look forward to talking to you guys soon, okay? You will get a new episode on Monday. We will be talking about generational trauma. And from now on, the podcast will be released on Mondays. We're currently on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, CastBox, and I think Stitcher. Either way, 
I'll be posting all that information on the Instagram as well. Make sure you subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Subscribing is so important, especially because now this is a new podcast. So I will not, you know, be able to get as many followers and get people listening to the podcast if you guys don't just prescribe, prescribe, excuse me, subscribe and rate and review the podcast so that other people can find it. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, guys. Love you. Take care and stay well.